Professor Dumbledore has granted me permission to start this little dueling club. And with that, welcome to the dueling club, learning one spell at a time. Hello, hello, and welcome to the dueling club. I'm Jen. I'm Al. And you're looking at me weird. This is the tap. Oh, because it was my watch on the table. I know. But it's not going to show up in the thing. I'm actually going to mute it. I know. Anyway. But you know when like you don't expect a sound? And you're just like, eh. How are you? I'm okay. Yeah, what's going on in your life? Oh, nothing. Um, my investment planning has stopped for the time being. Um, investment season for me starts in February again, so now it's time to save and just chill. And be responsible with money for a little bit. Ew, why are you being an adult? Uh, I know, it's awful. It is. I don't recommend. Zero out of ten. Zero out of ten. Your computer is so safe. It goes, do do virus protection, we're good. Yes, it does. What else is going on? Nothing else about it. No, you moved upstairs partially. Partially moved upstairs. I still have to get my computer and my work stuff up there, but I moved my investment stuff upstairs into a closet as opposed to under my bed, which is why I haven't slept well. Okay. And <laughs> there you go. But are you sleeping better now? Yes, yes. It's it's just a joke because like I know I had thousands of dollars saved up under my bed, like in product and stuff that I'm gonna eventually sell. Yes. Yes. And so because there's not under my bed, bad dreams, because the money, so. <laughs> <laughs> You're so silly. Anything else? Bad joke. That's about it, I think. Unless you want to remind me something else. I don't know. If any, I don't know. We're still on plan to go back to work in November. It's not going to happen. I don't think so either, because flu season's going to come up, and no one's going to be able to tell the difference between the outward symptoms of allergies, a cold, the flu, or COVID-19. Yeah. I think that it's, um, we're realistically looking at, like, in er, a late quarter two, late quarter one or early quarter two return to office. So March or April. Yeah, I I think that's the reasonable thing. That's what I'm saying, too. But you never know. Um, so for me. Yes. We're look, we're looking more in earnest to find a new place to live. I think that your best bet is to have the apartment for another, like, six months. Well, it's very hard to find places that have a lease for six months. So if we move into someplace new, it's going to be for a year. That's what I'm saying. Stay where you are now because your lease is already over. I don't know, bro. I know, but listen. Stay where you are now for, like, six, six six to nine months from now. And then when you're done with that, like... Your credit will have gone up because of your uh, loans, loans yeah. for stuff. So you'll be able to buy an, buy a house, actually buy a house. You don't need a lot for you two. Just get a three-bedroom, two-bath. We'll think about That's it. That's like, what is that, like 350K in New Jersey? Yeah, but the problem is I don't feel safe right now. I know, but... And I'm you, not going to feel safer in six months. I'm going to feel less safe in six months. Yeah, but don't lock yourself down to paying for a rent as opposed to paying for a mortgage. This is a whole other thing. Okay. Anyway, I finally met everybody in my department. Yes, you did. On Thursday night, we went to a park and appropriately social distanced as much as we could. Yes. And said hi to everyone. And we're like, oh, look, you look like you do in the screen, but you're three dimensional here. Wow. Yep. That's nice. Yeah. And everybody seems cool. I I was telling one of our mutual friends, um... Marianne. Hi, yes. Marianne, in case you listen. Yeah. Um, 
that I feel like I've found my team. Like, we're a whole bunch of nerdy, geeky people who are in, into gaming stations, like gaming consoles, stations, because I was thinking PlayStation. Yes, you were. <sighs> you could have literally just said gaming, and that would have been fine. Well, because I wanted to separate it, because we were talking about game, gaming consoles, we were talking about PC games, we were talking about um, board games, like, we were talking about everything. Which falls under what? Gaming, gaming, but I wanted to be more specific. I understand, but I'm just saying. And there's at least three of us who like to <clears throat> cook and or bake. Nice. So we're actually talking about what it's going to look like if we're back in the office Christmas time. Oh how we're just going to bring in a whole bunch of different cookies and cakes and stuff. And it's like, damn. You know what's going to happen for us on operate For my team? But on your do do Yeah. I know. Um... I don't, I don't want to give too much info, you know, because it's like, it's, it mm-hmm. is our personal lives. I like to be as personal as, po- as possible, but like. We're not going to tell you who we work for, where we work. Like. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Um, for my I team. Because um, you, you don't, you probably don't care. The people about, the people that we work with who are up, you know, the M word. Um, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. They're going to give us something amazing for Christmas. Last well, year they we're gave us 25 bucks. Too. Yeah, true. But I mean, like, they're going to give us something because of all the craziness that's happened and we kept business going for them, basically. Yes. Or they're going to use it as an excuse to not give us anything because of all the craziness that happened. No, no. They're going to give us something. They're not going to piss us off. They're not, they're not going to. There's you no bet? Way. I'll bet you money. I'll bet you a quarter. I'll bet you five dollar. Oh, my God. You're, that's too rich for my blood. <laughs> I'm trying to save money. Listen. (laughs) It's 20 quarters. So, anyway. (laughs) There's that. Um, The cats are good. The boyfriend's wonderful. The dog is right here, by the way. The dog is right there. Um, Marley has gotten into the habit of waiting for me at my desk when I'm supposed to start working. That's cute. And then once I get everything turned on, both of them wait at my desk for me to feed them. <laughs> so, yeah, that's a thing. That's a thing. Yeah. And if I take too long, Dee Dee starts meowing his head off. Like, you're starving us. Why? And I'm like, that's okay, how cats are. relax. Cats are actually melodramatic as heck. Yes. Yes, they are. And good job censoring yourself. Oh, my God, I did it. Yes. Okay, so... so I actually looked at our stats today. I don't like talking about no, no, stats. No, 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 no. No, it's good stuff, but I don't like talking no, about No, it's stats. good stuff. I just want to be like, you guys are seriously listening to us all over the place, and we appreciate that so much. You know, we are available on pretty much any podcasting site, and it seems like you guys really like Spotify. So, I mean, keep listening to us on Spotify. You and people from Spotify? Beautiful. I said I know, it. Right? I said it. I'm not thinking about but it. But all of you are beautiful. True. So, please keep listening to us wherever you listen to podcasts. So, if it's Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, CastBox, or Podbean where we're hosted. Where's that one that you mentioned you. that I didn't recall? Um... Something, something that doesn't help. No, that doesn't help. <laughs> I don't know what it's called. I, I said iTunes already. No, no, no. it's the last one that you mentioned to me earlier. Castbox, we Google. Oh, no. oh, I think I have that closed now. 
Okay, well, well, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Yeah, wherever you listen to us, we appreciate it. Yes. So we appreciate. We would also love if you want to join us on our Facebook um, page or group. I'm gonna make a, another Facebook. Well, I have one, but I don't use it for any. I don't really use it. Yeah, too you much make it a different me. one so that you can do more. Okay. Yeah. Um, and Instagram and Twitter. There you go. Thank you, guys. We we appreciate you. Thanks for the listens. Woohoo! You are beautiful and intelligent and very interesting. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know what else is interesting? What? Harry Potter and, and the Goblet of Fire. What chapter? Uh, we're going to chapter 11. Oh my goodness. I love it. So why don't we start with the recap? Okay. Everything's crazy. Yeah, no. Yeah. Uh, stuff That's all I got. Qu- stuff happened at the Quidditch World Cup. And now... The, the ministries. The dark mark was seen. Yeah. And people think that the ministries full of crap. Which they're. they're they. Mm, mm, okay. Mm. So. Kind of arbitrary. Continue. Yeah, but Rita Skeeter isn't making anything better. Well, you have to. Listen, every government body is kind of full of crap. But they try to not be full of crap sometimes. Yes. This is one of the they times try. that they're not full of crap. Mm. Okay. What can what could they have done about the World Cup? They did what they could. No, they couldn't. Do Exa- exactly. So like, this is the one time where a government, uh, uh, an official body, you know, isn't at fault. Right, but Ludo Bagman could have done more. He seemed to come late to yeah, the party. Yeah, but let's not, not in particular individuals. I mean, as a whole, they did what they could. Right. True. Okay. So, Al, take it away since you wrote this summary. Okay, Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fuego. Oh, fire, fire, fire. I think uh, season four, episode 13. Yes. Okay, chapter 11. Because you don't put it on yours, but I put it on mine. Just I'd to like safe. to guess. <laughs> chapter 11, aboard the Hogwarts Express. Mm-hmm. So, end of the holiday gloom filled the air the next morning. The day itself felt a little downcast, with rain splattering against the windows of the burrow. Harry, Ron, and the twins reached the first floor landing, which, in the UK, the the, con- the naming convention for floors of buildings is actually different. It's not uh, first floor, second floor, third floor. It's actually ground floor. Yeah. First, second, third. Which I actually appreciate more, because it makes more sense to It me. makes 100% sense. Yes. Yeah. Why that, is that the US not sense. making sense? It also makes sense... Because technically you're on the first floor of the house. And then you yeah, but the it's the floor. ground floor. They, they both make sense. It's just in different ways. Sure. <laughs> we'll go with that. Because yes. then we'll have to get into how I think that we should have all been using the metric system. Because it makes anyway, more sense. But whatever. Harry, Ron, and the twins uh, together reach the first floor landing. Uh, when they hear and see Mrs. Weasley... Uh, shoot, shout, shout? I can't English. Shout out from the foot of the stairs for Arthur. Uh, there was an urgent... Me- I did sh- I put a shout, but I don't, my did. brain ignored the U for some reason. Yeah, no, it's okay. fine. There was an urgent message from the ministry for him. Mr. Weasley came hurtling down the stairs from above them, looking disheveled, uh, disappearing off into the kitchen. When they, the, the group of four finally get there, they find Mrs. Weasley anxiously looking for a quill, and Mr. Weasley bent over speaking to a fire, which looks very odd to Harry because... He's still not fully immersed in the Wizarding World. He's seen some stuff, mm-hmm. but he doesn't. He's seen some stuff. He, he's seen some stuff, <laughs> but he he doesn't know everything. And so this looks especially odd to him, which I'm just like, 
really like you've actually traveled via the flu network via flu powder so wouldn't it make sense for you to think okay this looks weird but it makes sense because we can do this other thing but in not, fireplaces but not entirely because the fireplace the flu network like sends your entire body over so like i don't think he's ever actually thought like what happens if i just put my hand and send it somewhere what happens because yeah. that just seems dangerous well, he's, he's heard of splinching when it comes to apparitions, so wouldn't it be weird? So, I understand that it seems dangerous, mm-hmm. but I say it in, in the, the thing for next thing, for the next chapter. But magic has been dangerous for Harry. Yeah. The three years he's been at Hogwarts, somebody has always been trying to kill him. True. So, I mean, yeah, it's dangerous, but apparently magic is a little dangerous. True. And just by the way, this beginning part, I don't know why I wrote it like this, but it's basically an abbreviation of an entire page in like two or three paragraphs. And then it becomes more of a like a, a summary as opposed to, you'll see. Okay. It just it just reads differently. I don't know why I wrote this beginning part like this. Okay. Harry couldn't believe his eyes as Amos Diggory's head appeared to be in the fire, speaking urgently to Mr. Weasley, unperturbed by the sparks and heat of the fire. And then there's a quote. Muggle neighbors heard bangs and shouting, so they went and called those, what do you call them, please men. Arthur, you gotta get over there. I love that they're please men, not policemen. Please men. Like, please don't kill us. Please Stop. Don't. Anyway. Sorry. Sorry. Rita Skeeter is mentioned again, and uh, Amos is just happy that she hasn't heard of the story or caught wind of the story yet. Mm-hmm. Um, Mad Eye is mentioned as being uh, a central character to the situation that they're talking about, where it's like uh, someone apparently tried to break into his house, like an yeah. intruder tried to approach, approach his property, and his dustbins attacked him. He enchanted um, the dustbins. Yes. Uh, Amos and Arthur both seem to have respect for him because Amos ha- contacted Arthur in hopes that they could levy like a really minor charge against him because of his record. Right, because it was the misuse of magic department that wanted to go after him. Yes. But Amos heard of it and contacted Arthur. Misuse and Arthur, of muggle artifacts. Yeah, which is a lesser charge so that he's not held up. Yes, basically. That's that's basically what it says, so that mm-hmm. he's not held up. Yep. Uh, because he's starting a new job today. Yes. Uh, Mr. Weasley dashes off upstairs to finish getting ready, and Amos apologizes to Mrs. Weasley, as Arthur, like I said, is the only person who can help in this situation. She says it's fine and offers him some, offers him some toast, which, again, is just, like, so ridiculous to think of with her with the fire tongs with a piece of toast and just, like... A piece of buttered toast. Buttered toast. Here, you little fiery... Person, you. Person, you. Yeah. Shoving it into his mouth. Well, I like how he's like, no, I couldn't impose it. She's like, please. And he's like, well, okay, put it in the fire. Mm-hmm. Um, Mr. Weasley's heard uh, giving the, the everyone who's upstairs, which is his older sons and the girls, um, hurried goodbyes. Yeah. Um, and he's looking a little more neat now when he gets downstairs, but he has to run off and he feels bad that he has to leave. And not be able to take them to yeah, King's they, Cross that's, Station. Yeah, that's leave... I was yeah. going to say Mrs. Weasley with everyone to get to King's Cross. Because that's a whole lot of kids. Mm-hmm. That's Percy's not there anymore. But it's the twins, Ron, Ginny. Harry and Hermione. Harry and Hermione. That's six kids and six trunks and six pets or four pets, three pets Well, the we twins, Well, the twins don't have pets that we know of. Neither does Ginny. So it's, it's Hedwig, Crookshanks, and Pigwidgeon. Well, Hedwig isn't there, though. 
True, she's Hedwig not. Is still so sending it's just the two the, of them. Yeah. But that's still two pets, six kids, six trunks, large trunks mm-hmm. that they're going to have all year. Yes. And seven people. Yes. So as um, everyone else gets upstairs, like, um, totally. gets downstairs, Mr. Weasley has to leave. Mm-hmm. Um, and M- Molly reassures him that she can handle it. It's fine. Mm-hmm. And that he has to go help Mad-Eye. Um, Bill hears her mention Mad-Eye. And everyone in the Weasley family seems to have an opinion about him. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's George calls him a nutter. And this is... Uh, and Mrs. Weasley sternly tells him that his father thinks very highly of Mad-Eye Moody. And this is the quote. Yeah, well, Dad collects plugs, doesn't he? Said Fred quietly as Mrs. Weasley left the room. Birds of a feather. <laughs> I love how sassy everyone is well, in these books. It's a, it's the Weasleys the are... Well, yeah, the, the twins are whatever. But... Like, Ron is super sassy sometimes. Harry is ridiculously sassy. Like, he'll sass you in a minute. True, true. Um, Hermione can be a little sassy, but it's usually when she feels strongly about something. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is just, like, dragging their dad for no reason. True. Um, Mad-Eye Moody is retired, having been a dark wizard catcher employed by the Ministry. An or Yes. Well, they were not, he wasn't called that. He was just called a Dark Wizard Catcher, or isn't an actual occupation title until, like, book, like, five or six. Yeah, but, I mean, but it's, spoiler, a, tiny, there it's you a, go. a tiny little spoiler, but, I mean, there you they're go. called Aurors. Yes. Um, he seems to have gotten very paranoid with old age, as he has filled plenty of cells in Azkaban during his career. And so I think, like, retribution is, like, a really big thing when it comes to Dark Wizards, and he's... Mm-hmm. Just scared. That's well, that fair. makes sense because in in our regular everyday lives, people like police officers, district attorneys, um, judges, they have to fear for their lives too. True. Because the more the better you do your job, the more there are people out there who are angry at you for doing your job. We had a case recently where a judge here in New Jersey was attacked and her son was murdered by someone supposedly like a family member of someone she saw in her courtroom. That's awful. So these these officials these officials, um, these people have to be concerned about their lives. Yeah. No, so it it's... makes sense there's also a parallel in the magical world. Yeah, it makes complete sense. Um so Percy apologizes, but states that he needs to leave as well, and that Mr. Crouch is really starting to rely on him. And uh, Does he actually know that his name isn't Weatherby? I think so. one of them says, I'm not sure if it's Bill, <laughs> says like, oh yeah, maybe he'll he'll actually start to remember your name. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Mrs. Weasley um, braves the, uh, a trip down to the Muggle Village to call three taxis, three Muggle taxis, uh, to get them into London. And um, Mrs. Weasley tells Harry, like, they're very used to getting ministry cars to get it's them. It's George who or, says it. George um, says, you know, yeah, you know what, Percy? I reckon he'll know your name okay, soon. Okay, fair. It was George. Yes. But then Mrs. Weasley tells Harry that they're very used to getting ministry cars, that Arthur gets it for them. Um, but now there are no cars to spare for whatever reason. I'm not sure. Well, no, it makes sense because... There's no drivers. They're all busy trying to put out fires True. in the Ministry of Magic. True. Not literally, although you never know. 
there could be a literal one. Uh, yes. Once they arrive, they seem less than, uh, once the muggle taxi drivers arrive, that they seem less than happy having to transport overexcited owls, an owl, Pigwigeon, uh, and yeah. And a Crookshanks that got scared because a... There no- was a mishap with a wet start, no heat, firework. Yeah. From one of the twins. And Crookshanks climbed up the driver's leg. Which, if we know how cats climb things... They climb with their claws and it hurts. With their freaking little poisonous talons. Listen, it I hurts. know for a fact that cats do not have any kind of poison in their claws. That makes no but sense. But it hurts. But it feels like it... It, it hurts worse than if you get... Like, like if you prick yourself with like a thorn on a rose. Oh. It hurts for a second, but you're fine. When cats get you, it hurts for hours. I'm telling you, there's something there. There's something. You can't convince me otherwise. Yeah. When I've been scratched by a cat, I felt it when, when, when was it Reno? Yeah. When I, when I tried to give him a shower for the first time? Yeah, no. We he destroyed my arm. Bath, yeah, not yeah, a yeah. Not a shower. It was a yeah. bath. But <laughs> that, it, that just invokes the thought of Reno in a shower cap standing, like, cleaning himself. I don't dislike that image. I know. Okay, anyway, he clawed the inside of my arm. Yeah. And I felt it for. How was it a week? Yeah, yeah. There's something there. You can't tell me. You, you can't convince me otherwise. It's impossible. Anyway, um, Reno after a few, Reno was a good kid. Yes, he was. Still is. Because the memories are still there. Still good. After a few He's mishaps, a good cat in kitty heaven. Yep. After a few mishaps with wet start, no heat, fireworks, and crookshanks, they make their way to King's Cross, uh, bearing battle scars again. Crookshanks is a cat. Because it took Crookshanks the entire ride there to calm down. They they, they love you with their claws. <laughs> they love you with their teeth and claws. Yes. This time, instead of running through the barrier, they lean against it casually to avoid any muggle suspicion and phase through it into platform nine and three quarters, which is so freaking cool to think about. Well, it actually says in the chapter that they have to take turns in groups mm-hmm. because they don't want to arouse suspicion. So they're like, hey, how you doing? Bloop. Into the onto platform nine and three quarters, which makes you think that running through the barrier is kind of like a rite of passage uh, in wizarding families. Yeah, well, because you're nervous to go the first time, so it makes sense that commit yourself fully to it. Exactly. I don't know why I put trainer, but halfway up the train, uh, the trio. I don't. I wrote this all drunk. The trio, and I wrote it not too long ago. The trio find a compartment to themselves and stow their things away. They hop off the train for their goodbyes, and Charlie lets them know that they might be seeing him sooner than they think, but won't tell them more as Percy might be annoyed at him spreading around classified information. I'm doing air quotes by the way. Classified information until such time as the Ministry sees fit to release it, which is practically a Percy quote at this point. Yeah, because Percy is a tool. Oh, yes. sorry, I didn't mean to say. You're that. not wrong. I did though. Um. Bill uh, wistfully wishes he was back at Hogwarts for this year and promises they'll have a good year, thinking he might even have a chance to get some time off of work to come and watch a bit of it. But uh, a whistle from the train relieves him of having to come up with an excuse. <laughs> and Ron's like, tell us what's happening. We know you know. Everyone, everyone's like, what is what? Mm-hmm. What is happening? I better to watch Weasley. it. What's it? And Mrs. Weasley. Uh-oh. Never mind. Yep, it's coming up. It's coming. Uh, Hermione uh, thanks Mrs. Weasley for letting them, her and Harry, stay to which Harry expresses his thanks as well. She loves to have them over and would even invite them to Christmas if not for their assumed want to stay at Hogwarts with one thing and another happening. Again, we're doing air quotes here. Uh Uh-huh. They're all a bit uh, reluctant to say what's happening, but they seem excited. 
especially Molly, who's happy they changed some rule. And again, the they ask what rule was changed. Yeah. But they have to board. And she Dang. reassures them that Dumbledore will tell them what they're talking about. And I know for a fact that it does come up. What? In the next chapter. Okay. Okay. Okay, with the family left behind waving them off from the platform, the trio make their way back to their compartment when Ron, uh, annoyed, uh, tells them that even Bagman wanted to tell them, but his family won't. Um, Hermione stresses him to hear a familiar drawling voice outside in the corridor of the train. Father actually considered sending me to Durmstring rather than Hogwarts, you know. He knows the headmaster, you see. Well, you know his opinion of Dumbledore. The man's such a mudblood lover, and Durmstrang doesn't allow that sort of riffraff. But Mother didn't like the idea of me going to school so far away. Father says Durmstrang takes a far more sensible line than, than Hogwarts about the dark arts. Durmstrang students actually learn them, not just the defense rubbish we do. Alright. So why are we teaching teenagers who barely have enough sense to figure out how to get to class on time when they live in the school? <laughs> how to use dark arts? Well, that's not fair because there are doors that aren't doors and walls that are actually doors and staircases that move and with trick steps and ghosts that stop you and a poltergeist. Like, I don't fault them for not being able to get to class. Excuse me. Okay, fair point. However... How are we going to... They can't be trusted to go into the town next to the school without a permission slip. Until three years into Until three school. years into being at the school. But yeah, let's teach them some dark magic. Yeah, I mean, he's he's just... He likes to talk as if like he's such an important person, which is part of the like pure blood mania that is a very frequent... And common, like, plot line in the this series. Which makes me not feel all the warm and fuzzies about Durmstrang or its headmaster. Especially yeah. if Lucius Malfoy is friends with the headmaster. Well, here it comes. Hermione slides the compartment, compartment door shut, repeating Draco's words about thinking that Durmstrang would have suited him better. And she wishes that he did actually go so they didn't have to put up with him. Harry asks if Durmstrang is... Durmstrangi? <laughs> Durmstrange. Yeah. <laughs> Is another <laughs> wizarding school to which Hermione confirms that he's right, but that it has a horrible reputation because it puts an emphasis on the dark arts. <laughs> well, because so there's the random a things book. I emphasize, by the way, are things that I misspelled. <laughs> I have capitalized the R in arts. I love it. Arts. I don't know. I love it though. <laughs> I love it though. So I love that there is a book called "An Appraisal of Magical Education in Europe." Yes. And of course, Hermione has read it. No, of course she has. If there's a book, she's read it. There's no point. Unless it's in the restricted section, then she may or may not have read it. She probably did. Remember last year, she got the thing to be able to go check out books. True. Not Not last year. Two. Yes. Um, Yeah. Mm -hmm. But it's like, come on, Harry. You saw wizards from all different countries at the World Cup. Mm Mm-hmm. You know there's at least wizards in Ireland and Bulgaria. Well, do you do you see Bulgarian people in your school? That's no? what I was going to say. Has Harry never actually noticed that everyone at Hogwarts is from the ha- UK? Has some kind of like English accent? Or whether Scottish it's whether, whether or it's Irish. whether it's northern or southern or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like they all have different accents but they speak very clearly as if they're from the United Kingdom. Yes. And so, that's where it's like, 
Come on, dude. Okay. He's, ju- he's just a little goofy. It's he's fine. He's just an oblivious 14-year-old. Yes. It's fine. Uh, Ron vag- vaguely recalls uh, hearing about Durmstrang, but doesn't remember where it is, and he asks Hermione, and she's just like, all magical schools are hidden away. Yes. Whether it's due to rivalry or trying to protect their secrets. Yes. No one actually knows where any of the schools are. And Ron's just like, that makes no sense. Everyone knows where Hogwarts is. And, and she's like, like, no, they actually don't. Because Hogwarts is unplottable. You can't put it down on a map. Muggles see it as... A ruin. A ruin with signs on it that say, danger, do not enter. Um, And if they do happen to walk into the school grounds, they have a sense as if they need to turn around. Yeah. Like they did at the Quidditch World Cup. Yes. Yeah. And, and of course, Durmstrang is unplottable um, Mm -hmm. and has all the same things and probably also has muggle repellent charms. Yes. But she says that she believes that they're located somewhere up north mm-hmm. because they were Part of the Durmstrang uniform is to have a cape. Fur-lined cape. Fur-lined cape. Yes. Yes. So several of their friends uh, looked in on them as the afternoon progressed, talking all things Quidditch due to the recent World Cup, which makes complete sense. Yes. Um, Hermione gets fed up with hearing about Quidditch and gets starts to, decides to get a head start on reading for the upcoming year and takes out her charms textbook to learn, trying to figure out the summoning charm. Okay. Yes. Because, of course, Hermione would do that. Yes. The last guest is Neville, who wasn't allowed to attend the World Cup because his grandma wouldn't buy tickets, and Ron shows him the Victor Crumb action figure. The, the like, lifelike action figure. Yeah, the little tiny one. Um, Ron delights in telling him that they were in the top box, but here comes the familiar drawling voice again. For the first and last time in your life, Weasley. I really dislike mm. Malfoy. Draco oh, yeah. Malfoy. Again, there's another typo here. After unpleasant back and forth between Harry and Draco, Malfoy finds Ron's dress robe that he used to cover up Pigwidgeon with Mm -hmm. uh, to keep him quiet um, and makes fun of him over and over for it. Of course, because that's Draco's thing. In order to make himself feel better, he has Mm -hmm. to make fun of other people. And then we get to Draco asking Ron if he's going to enter it. Mm Mm-hmm. And then he turns to Harry and he's like, of course you like to show off, so of course you're going to enter. Um, which Hermione is just like, if you're not going to tell us what you're talking about, then leave. Get the mm out. Yes. Draco delights in their ignorance, saying that Mr. Weasley probably isn't important enough to know the details, as he's not important, as he doesn't have um, a, a high-standing position yeah. in the ministry. He's probably not high enough up for in, for, for conversations about important things to happen around him. Yep. Ugh. Um, and he leaves with a grin, followed by Crab and Goyle. Um, Ron is immensely frustrated that his father is being looked down on by freaking Draco. He says, eat dung, Malfoy. Yes, he does. <laughs> and he slams the, the, the sliding door shut, shattering the glass. Hermione fixes it and tells him that he shouldn't be bothered by Draco's words. And, Hermione, and Ron's just like, no, nah, I'm fine. It's okay. But he Which stays. Which means you're not fine. Yes. Um, so Ron stays in a bad mood the rest of the journey. Of course. They finally land. Um, they finally stop outside of Hogwarts, to which Harry sees Hagrid and calls out to him. But Hagrid's just like, oh, "All right, Harry, I'll see you at and uh, for see dinner. See you at the feast if yes. we don't drown." Exactly. Um, it's actually tradition. I mean, I think we've talked about this already. That only first years are allowed to reach the, the castle by boat. 
And we find out that the rest of the students take horseless carriages up a drive to the school. Yeah. And I'm going to read the last little bit. Harry, Ron, Hermione, and Neville climbed gratefully uh, into one of them. The door shut with a snap, and a few moments later, with a great lurch, the long procession of carriages was rumbling and splashing its way up the track toward Hogwarts Castle. Because at this point, it's not just raining a little bit, no, like it was dreary in the morning. It's drowning it's them, basically. torrential downpour. Yes. So they're happy to get into a closed carriage. Mm-hmm. So I think what we get here is we get more on Rita Skeeter, who is just awful. Terrible human being. Um, yes. Well, I mean, we don't know that she's that terrible. Oh, so she sounds like a terrible human being so far. She sounds like someone who's very, he's very much an antagonist when it comes in, to news, mm-hmm. which is totally unnecessary because things are bad as it is. Mm-hmm. So she just makes things worse. And that's completely unnecessary. 150 million percent. Um, and then we get word on Mad-Eye Moody, who is an ex or which is a dark wizard catcher. And he seems to have a legal record, which I'm assuming has to do with paranoia. Paranoia induced bouts of madness or something they to that They do degree. call him Mad Eye for a reason. There you go. Um, we find out that something is happening at Hogwarts, which we knew from three or four chapters ago because it's been mentioned a few times. That's by Ludo Bagman by Ludo originally. Bag, yes. Um, and they're going to see Charlie sooner than they think. And Which they, is nice because this is the first time we've seen Charlie in the entire series. I want everyone to know that in this book particularly, there is a scene coming up within three chapters or four chapters, I think, that makes me incredibly emotional. I'm not sure if it made you guys the same, but when we get there, I'll talk about it. Okay. So, yeah, um, that's that's that for now. And... They're they're going to Hogwarts. Yes, they're they're Woo-hoo! at Hogwarts, kind of. Though. They're on the school ground, sort of. They're they're en route. Yes. So that's that. That was yeah. a lot of reading. That was a lot of reading. And there's only a few errors in speaking. Lots in writing. <laughs> it's okay because I tend to do the same thing. Like I'll capitalize the first letter, and the second letter is also by accident. I'm like, whatever, it's fine. Yeah. That's how we My do. finger's just a little lazy. It's okay. Yeah. Shift. Get up, Pinky. No. I stay. <laughs> pinky. Fine. <laughs> Pretty much. But yeah. But yeah. We'll see you next time. This is this is was a short chapter, but the next one is was, a little there wasn't longer. Much. The next one is gonna be at least ten minutes longer than this one, so. Yeah, easily. Okay, everyone. Bye. I'm gonna send the recliner. Bye. No, you're not. Doing it right now, watch. <laughs>